are now listening. You're now listening to the Students of Success podcast, podcast. with Jack Lee Matthews. Sharing stories to help you find your version of success. Of success. Welcome in today, you guys. We have a very special guest. Today we're bringing in Gary Brackett. He's a former NFL uh, player for the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, the man has done a lot of amazing things. He's also a Super Bowl champion. Um, he's also a philanthropist, doing a lot of big things for the community, and really just trying to help, uh, you know, shine a light on a lot of important things. That's why we wanted to bring him on today. And welcome in, Gary. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You got to... Uh... I love your little social media strategy, man. It seems like you're, you're everywhere, right? Omnipresence. Yeah, Gary. So that's, you know, I really feel that, man. That's where we're going. You know, everything is going online, digital, you know? So I'm just trying to, you know, number one, I'm trying to reach out to influential people and, and you know, pick their brain, you know, and, and figure out, you know, how they found their version of success, Gary. Uh, you know, one of the things that really, you know, stood out to me, Gary, is, I, you know, my whole story is I'm an underdog, Right. And, and whenever I found your story, you know, that really stood out to me. You know, you were undrafted, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, like when I heard that, you know, that really spoke to me because, you know, a lot of times in my life I've been written off and, and they said, you know, you're not going to make it. But here we are, right? Like here we are. And Gary, can you just kind of talk to, you know, the people about, you know, coming from, you know, where you were to all the way to Super Bowl champion. Can you just kind of like, you know, let people know, like, the number one thing that you feel, you know, propelled you to the biggest stages? Man, that's a great question. Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that are underdogs in their life, right? Either um, in their profession, in their career, you know, from an athletic standpoint. Um, and I think the one thing is like your own internal struggles and limited beliefs. And for me, right, I was a walk-on in college, and my limited belief was just, man, I just wanted a scholarship. So I can remember getting a scholarship and then um, going into the weight room, right, because I was hit at home. If I didn't get a scholarship on that day, I could afford to live, and I had to go back to, to Glassboro Community College. And I'm in the weight room, and I'm telling everyone I got a scholarship, so I'm making up all this noise. And one of the players came up to me, he was like, he's like, what's all the news? I was like, yo, I got a scholarship, I get to stay. And he was like, scholarship, you should worry about starting. And in my mind, I was like, starting? I'm like, I just want a meal plan, right? Like, I was a kid with, like, 30 swipes. I was the one hanging out on the meal hall, like, yo, you got an extra swipe? Like, get me in so, you get, so I can eat. So, but that night, I stood up, and I was like, damn, I should be the starter. Like, what would it take? And then you make up all these things, like, well, it'll take you getting up early. It'll take you, you, you being the first one in the gym. It'll take you um, studying your playbook. It'll take you – and so you, you go through all this, like, journey and what it takes, and then you be like, all right, I'm, will, I'm willing to do it. So then it's like there's this contract with life that we all sign. And the contract is what do we want and what do we want to sacrifice? And I think to the extent that we can make those sacrifices and we can hold on to our end of the bargain, man, life will give us whatever we want. Hmm. I love that, Gary. You know, and I also want to kind of backtrack a little bit, you know, whenever you said that, you know, someone kind of seen something in you before you saw it yourself, 
you know i think that's very important that also happened in my life you know i was i was living in los angeles california i was doing a lot of amazing things selling cars for porsche right i was a brand ambassador um making a good living for myself living in downtown la and, and i had a boss you know he came to me he said jack you know like you're gifted you know you i want you to kind of get out of this dealership i don't want you to just like limit yourself here and I started my own business and that kind of put me on my path to become an entrepreneur and all these things. I think that's very important when you do find somebody that, you know, they do, you know, see something inside of you before you see it yourself. You know, I think that a lot of people, they, they surround themselves with just negative environments, right? Did you at any point in your journey, did you ever feel like you weren't going to make it? Man, that's a great question. Um, I, I, I always knew I would make it as something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. not, all right. But I knew I was gonna make it as something. And and the reason why is I had the stubborn belief in myself. And and there's so many things growing up where youngest boy, three older brother, small school, athletic, and I just like always had this mindset that I'm never going to let someone's perception become my reality. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, people depend so much on other people for their validation. Yes. There will always remain stuck because if you give someone that much control of your life, then you're always going to be in this waiting, in this holding pattern, waiting for them to validate you before you feel mm -hmm. like you're worthy to reach your success. As opposed to like taking this extreme ownership mentality that if it is the beat is up to me. And that and that mentality tells us that hey, the good and the bad is all your responsibility. And then when you get to own it, you be like, all right, I did some great things, I also did some bad things. But I'm still capable of great things. Yeah. And I don't need anyone or anything to get me there. I could do it myself. And that power is so powerful when you, when you make that transformation in your mind, because then the only person holding you back is you. Mm -hmm. I agree. If you believe you can, you will. If you believe you won't, you won't. You can't, you that's won't. It, it's simple, right? Exactly. Gary, that's a very good point. You know, uh, I think a lot of people in, in life, they, they are kind of like seeking that validation from other people when we really do need to go inside and, and you know, remind ourselves that we can, we can accomplish anything, you know? Um, and the reason why we can accomplish anything is because we're God's highest form of creation. You know, literally, like, we, 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 we won the day we got life. You know, and I think a lot of people also just don't realize that they already are winners. You know, one of the things that I, I try to really, I'm trying to do, Gary, over here with Fansplan. Fansplan is a brand new social media platform I just launched in, in May. But I'm really trying to show everybody that everybody has a message. Everybody has a story. Everybody has some kind of knowledge that the world can benefit from an experience that maybe they've went through. And, you know, that, that you spoke to it though, because if you always are, you know, if you're, if you're always like, you know, waiting for somebody to cheer for you, then when they boo for you, then it's gonna really, you know, F with you, right? So I think that that's very important point that you really brought up there. Nah, exactly. I think like you said, um, it's amazing how, you know, I know this is a PG show, right? But, uh, but for all intents and purposes, like, Content is a new crack cocaine. Yep. Right? It's a new drug. And, yep. and you know, and not to say you can never use crack cocaine for good, right? But in this scenario, this addictive drug you can use for good. 
yeah. and to use to help people. And, you know, same thing on your platform, giving out messages of inspiration, of hope. And I think I try to do the same thing. Use my experiences to help others that maybe haven't experienced it yet. And so many people have this mindset that, man, you know, they typically people view themselves from their mistakes, from their shortcomings, from their limited beliefs. And that mindset, you're always going to be stuck thinking, like, damn, who's going to listen to me? Like, I just did this. Like, oh, I just bought a new house. It wasn't the, it wasn't twice the size. It, that, right? So we, we play with our minds. But yeah. really, the fact that you survive what you survive and you achieve what you achieve, there's someone who hasn't done that yet. So if you're a chapter ahead in the book, there's someone willing to listen, to learn from, to grow from. And, and it's, it's really um, your responsibility to help them in their situation. Exactly. You know, I think that's what we're really put on this earth to do as humans is to, you know, care about other people and try to genuinely, you know, impact the lives of other people. I feel my happiest when I'm out, you know, helping other people. That's when I feel my happiest. Um, even just motivating people as well. Like, you know, one of the things as well is like when people see somebody like yourself, it's inspiration because, you know, if you can go to the highest of highs in your you know, profession, then I look at it as like, well, man, it's possible for me too. I can be undrafted and I can go get my slice of the pie as well. And I think that's the thing as well is so many people look at why they can't do something, right? I've noticed that it seems to be that you, when that person, you know, came to you and they said, hey, I think you'd be a starter, you flip that switch. And sometimes it's all it takes. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, that's why, you know, what I'm doing now, being a business consultant and coach, is so viable because sometimes you need someone's belief of you before your own belief kicks in. Right? You 100%. can't switch it when you're inside the frame. 100%. And sometimes you need to kind of help you out to, to help you become aware of that greatness inside you. And once that gets that is on you to take it and run with it. Exactly. And I think so many people, they, they know they have greatness inside of them, but they just stop themselves. Because like you said, that story that they tend to tell themselves, right? And one of the things that, you know, that changed my life was, was changing that story. So let's, let's fast track a little bit. Let's say that, you know, you're in the NFL, you're playing on Sunday. Um, what did you do once you, you know, had risen to that level? What did you do to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to take it to even a further, I'm going to take it up a notch even further. I'm not just even satisfied just being a starter. Now I want to be, you know, a, a Super Bowl champion. Can you speak to that? Yeah, so I, I think for me, reality has always been this whole question of the leader, the leader determines the So, like, I work ethic. I know my capabilities. I was going to do it. But in football, just like in life, in business, it's a team, team sport, right? I need more than just my goal. So how I became successful and how we led our team to a Super Bowl was this whole notion of the speed the leader determines the rate of the pass. And it was it, it was more for me to be the message, for me to echo the message. And Coach Dungey, right, he would always say, Hey, young guys, if, if you want to be successful, look at us, look at our look at our leaders, look at our captains. Like how and, you know, myself, Reggie Wayne, um, Edger and James, and we practiced hard. We, we loved the practice, and we, went, and, we went, and we competed, 
So then by the time we got to the game, the games became easy. Mm-hmm. So like that translates like, all right, if you are in business, like what books are you reading? What conferences yeah. are you what classes are you taking? Like how are you preparing so when you get into the game and you're sitting at that table for negotiations, like like are you careful? Because exactly. the other guy comes uh-huh. you so so just that mentality, like getting better in every situation by putting in work. Well, you know, you spoke to it. You know, a lot of people they're just afraid to put it in the work. You know, a lot of people that I see they just they they have greatness inside of them. They just are afraid to unleash that greatness uh, and actually give themselves permission to go live a big life, right? I see that as yeah. well. So. One of the things as well, Gary, is you, you being a captain, right? Like when people are saying like, hey, this is our, this is our leader. This is, you're the captain of the defense, all of these things. Like, how do you, you know, how do you hold yourself to a higher standard when the guys are looking at you to be the example? Yeah, so for me, it was easy, right? Because I, I was a leader before I got the title. I love that. Right? So I, yeah. I didn't need the title of the captain for me to be out there finishing out of practice, running to the football, um, speaking up when something did wrong, right? I hold myself to a high standard. So, you know, we're, we're all, at the end of the day, we're a sum of our standards, right? We're all a sum of our standards. Like, if your standard is you're going to eat 3,000 calories a day and not work out, then, yeah, you're going to be overweight. But if your standard is you're gonna work out four or five days a week, you're gonna be conscious of what you eat and be mindful. Yeah, then your standard, yeah, you should look like you work out. And and to the point, you know, you know, things don't happen to us, right? Um, they happen because of us. And and the standards that we set daily show up in our lives over and over again. So my standard was that, hey man, I hold myself to this level because tomorrow's not promised, and I'm gonna maximize today. And by doing so, when I became a captain, it was like, I'm not doing this because I'm a captain because I got to see on my jersey. I'm doing this because of who I am. Yeah. You know, speaking a little bit to who you are, Gary, you know, one of the things as well that I read about your story is that you, you, you lost a lot of family members in a, in a very short time period. Um, mm-hmm. can, can you speak to that? And like, you know, when, when life, you know, deals that blow, what, what do you do? Yeah, so my, my first year in the NFL, 2003, uh, 21 years old, I lost my mother, my father, and my brother in a 16-month span. So to, to say that it was uh, a challenge is, is, a, is, you know, misappropriate. And, you know, honestly, I, my faith was, was shooken. And I had a lot of questions, a lot of anger, a lot of, you know, um, and, and, and at that moment, you kind of question God. Right, you kind of like, yo, like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, why are you doing this to me? Like, what, what, what like, what are you trying to get from me? And I can remember being at home and walking upstairs in my mom and dad's bathroom, and you know, above their toilet, they had this poem, and I saw the poem forever. Never really read it, just saw it there, whatever. And I read the poem, and the poem was footprints, and it talked about in life how. This, this gentleman was walking on the beach with someone, he was God, and he said, hey, man, I, I noticed throughout my life there's always two sets of footprints. But in my toughest times, my most challenging times, there are only one set of footprints. Like, why would you leave me on my, my toughest times? And that's when God responded, my son, I will never leave you or forsake you. During your toughest times, that's when I carried you. 
So during that time period, man, I just really feel like I was carried. And I really feel like, you know, my mission playing football was to show people that even through the midst of adversity, you can, one, give God joy, but two, you can personally have joy because it's a choice. Like, I had every, you know, um, excuse that I can say, hey, man, I just can't hack it. And no one would have no one would have blamed me. They'd have been like, I get it, man. If I lost so many family members, I'd have folded too. But nah, I didn't fold. And and by by every time you don't fold, you unconsciously um give other people permission not to fold. Mm. I love that, man. I think that's so important, you know. Um, in my own life, right? Like I've seen, you know, times where I, I wanted to pack it in and I had to just keep going and you know, and I've I've been able to overcome those things as well. Gary, thank you for also just sharing that with us because I think a lot of times uh, when, when things go bad in our life, uh, we, we don't realize that, like you said, we, we are, there's always, we're always an example to people, right? And I think that you hit on a point there because so many people, they don't realize that other people are watching them. Other people do see, you know, who they could become, right? Uh, and, and, and all those things like, one of the things as well, Gary, is that I noticed like, you know, that you're a man of faith. And can you speak to your faith, Gary? Because I feel like for me, you know, I'm writing a book right now, Gary, and I'm putting together, you know, these 15, 16 different things I want to share in the book. But one of the chapters in my book is about faith because, you know, without faith, it's, you don't have anything, you know? So it's just like, can you speak to, the, can you speak to faith for just a minute? Yeah, sure, man. I grew up in a family. My, my mom was ordained reverend, right? So, um... We, we was the kids, you know, um, what, how they say it. My mom had a drug problem growing up. Um, she drugged me to church every single day. Um, so, man, so I grew up in the church, man. And I think it just did so many things for me in terms of making me the person I am today. And I think one of the most important lessons that I've learned was that the greatest among us will serve. And I can remember being a captain of my, my Rutgers team. And this, I was, uh, you know, walk on, like we talked about before, I almost had to go home because I couldn't afford a scholarship. And now I got named captain. I'm like, mom, I got these five-star kids. I got these potential first-round draft picks that I'm leading. Like, how do I do it? She was just like, baby, I'm going to give you a page out of my playbook. Um, and all you have to do is serve. And, mm. and that mentality has done so good for me, right? But, but I want to give people a caveat because so many people – are serving, but their cup isn't full yet. Yeah. So you can only serve when your cup is running over. Mm. Right? So your cup is full. Now you can have a podcast and have other people share their stories and you can and you can help people and inspire other people, right? But if your yeah. cup isn't full yet and you're still giving, 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 now you don't have purpose. Now you're right. in life like, damn, I don't know what I should do. Exactly. Because you haven't quite figured yourself out. So, so many people, you know, they can screw, like, when I say serve, and it's like, all right, you're supposed to serve, give to everybody else, only after you give it to yourself. Like, on an airplane, you know, uh, in the event of an emergency, what did this pilot say? He said, yeah, put your mask. mask on yourself first before you help others. And I, and I think that that's like my faith is just like, you know, having faith in others, serving, but also believing that I was beautifully and wonderful made. 
and that, you know, nothing in my life is a mistake. And, and then it's up to me to live my God-given destiny by showing up, doing the work, because faith without works is dead. Hmm. So good. You know, and I think a lot of people, Gary, they, they, they just, one of the things that I see, man, is that, you know, today we lack courage. We have all the resources around us, but we just lack courage to really step out on that faith and to say, you know what, God, I'm going to just do this. I think so many people, they lack the courage. I see a lot of people, you know, especially dealing with, you know, entrepreneurs and things like that. They tend to second guess themselves. They tend to, maybe they, they, they fall and they say, hey, is this going to work again? Is this going to not? And it's like, you already have the magic inside of you. Like you said, you already, you already are who you are, right? And so it's like, if you realize that, right? And you become the best, my, my whole thing as well is becoming the best version of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's a constant daily process every day. Because every day is a different day than it was yesterday. And it's going to take something different every day to move the needle forward. So, so Gary. No, that, that's good. It, it's funny. Uh, people talk about motivation, right? And, and they think like, man, I was, you know, I, I went there. I was motivated, but I didn't do anything about it. It's just like, yeah, you got a daily motivation. Like, you don't shower on Monday and on Thursday, you don't still, like, you don't stink, right? It's daily. Right. And, and exactly. like, when you're changing and when you believe in becoming courageous, this is a daily process that you have to go, that take yourself through. What does Gary Brackett do whenever he's feeling like, man, maybe I just want to maybe not do this today? Like, what do you do to push yourself to go into action? Man, I think it all st starts with my, with my why. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I believe in being pulled, not pushed. Mm. So when, when you don't have a vision for your life, when you don't have a why, when you don't have a value system, right, you'll get pulled into everything. You get pulled yeah. into everyone else's vision. Right? Mm -hmm. This week, you're over there. That week, you're over there. Next week, you're over there. You don't know. You, you go wherever the wind blow. But when you have a purpose, when you have a passion, when you have a why, every decision that you make is based upon where, you, where it is you want to go. So when I wake up, if I don't feel like working out, I remember like, yo, my why is that I want to be healthy because I want my kids to be athletes and I want to coach them. And I just don't want to tell them. I want to show them and give them instruction of their drills. So I'm going to make sure I'm always in tip-top shape. So then when I'm going out giving them drills, I'm showing them how they should do it and just not telling them. Because when I grew up, the coaches that could show me was far more powerful than the ones that could just tell me. 100%, 100%. And now you, you know, you moving into the coaching, helping people transform their life, being an entrepreneur, all of these things that I see that you're doing. It's like, uh, how have you been able to like recreate yourself as well? Like, I think so many people, they, they just, you know, maybe they're good at one thing, but they can't ever like go to another thing. How have you been able to truly rise to the top of so many different industries? You know, how have you been able to do that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm definitely not going to glance over the part that transitioned from the NFL, um, got my MBA, got into the restaurant industry, built a company with 10 company stores, seven franchisees, and then COVID hit, right? So very thin margins, very huge debt. And I'm just looking at this picture of like, yo, how do you survive in this economy uh, with people not coming out to eat? And I, I just couldn't see the picture. So for me, it was just like, man, again, trusting in myself and like, yo, I'm going to pivot because right now, just looking at, you know, what's going on, the internet and the power of 
being able to articulate your message and to talk to people and to serve other people and help people is just so powerful right now. And, and you know, in life, I figured out I was really good chasing success. And, and if it's like X, Y, uh, access, and if X is uh, success and Y, well, X is happiness and Y is success, like most, for me, I'm chasing success, right? And what I realize is that I'm thinking to myself, once I reach success, then I, I get up to happiness. But then I made a decision one day when I woke up, like, yo, I could choose happiness today despite my level of success. Yeah. So when I started choosing my happiness, my joy, I started to realize, yo, if, you're, if you wake up every day and by serving, by giving to others, by, you know, um, teaching others the mistakes from you made, the, the wisdom that you've learned, and you're able to accelerate their growth curve, then that's what you should be doing. So that's why I just went all in on, like, you know, speaking, writing books, creating products. Um, and I'm really just fascinated by this, laps, this laptop lifestyle. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could go wherever you in the world, and I can still work, right? We're on a podcast. And, you know, um, I'm sitting in my car at the phone, right? And it's just, it's so fascinating the world that we live in, but it's only an advantage if you take advantage of it. 100%. I just, and so you know, many Gary, people still aren't taking advantage of it. Yeah, 100%, Gary. You know, that's over here at Fans Plan. What I'm really trying to teach people is the power of the internet. You spoke to it. See, one of the things that I've been able to learn in my own life, Gary, is, see, I, I actually was lucky in my life. I had clients that, I, had, I owned a marketing agency. After I got out of the car business, I owned a marketing agency. And I had clients pay me $10,000 a month, Gary. And I thought, man, that's great, right? But what I, what I, what I was failing to realize was, is like you said, that, you know, and I was running their Instagrams, Facebooks, all their smartphones, you know, all the things from the phone. But what, what I realized, Gary, is they were still paying me $10,000 to run their Instagram for like a month, right? What I realized and what made the biggest difference in my income is I realized, well, man, this, this smartphone never sleeps. It never sleeps. So the thing is that I realized is in a normal 31 day month, and I'm writing a book about this, there's, there's 744 hours in a normal 31 day month. So let's say that you wanna make uh, $30,000. You only need to make $40 an hour to make 30,000. But many people, they don't, really, they don't believe that they can make $40, $40 an hour through the phone. But like you said, this is a tool. It's a new modern day tool. And the reason why they don't believe it is because it's, it's just new. The internet has only been around since um, it was uh, 19, uh, 1991, August 8th. It literally came out like uh, 10 days after I was born. And so I'm really fascinated with the power of the internet because I really do believe that this is the time right now where you got to get online and you got to share your message. You got to share your passions. And that's what you've done. And that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to you because I saw that you were doing that. And I think that so many people, they're, they're just kind of waiting on the sideline. And like I said, they've got a message, they've got a story, they've got a brand. And, and Gary, you know, biggest thing, man, is, is thank you for your time because I know that, you know, you could have been anywhere that you wanted to be today, but you realized that, man, let me get on this phone real quick and just see what this is all about. And I think there's so many people that they just don't realize the phone has connected us all. It's no secret it doesn't sleep. And it's a tool. It's genuinely a tool that can change your life. And you hit on it because, and you're ahead of the, so many, Gary, you're ahead of so many because you've realized, hey, I need to pivot because everything is going online. So I commend you. 
Nah, I, I appreciate that, man. You, you know what is funny, man? Um, we're definitely going to link up offline, man. We're, we're so like-minded. You know what I'm saying? The 30 minutes, just it really doesn't do us justice, man. So salute to you. Congrats, man. I know you're moving today, man. That's big of you. And I'm, I'm going to leave uh, your listeners with this, man. Because like you said, they're on the sidelines, and they're looking online, and they're judging. And, and they're like, man, that's fake. That's phony. They're frauds. And yeah. there's a lot of fake, phony frauds out there, right? There are. I, I promise you. I see them all the time. But you know what? I start to realize a lot of these dudes ain't faking. Yeah. Like, a lot of these dudes really live in this lifestyle because of this telephone. A lot of these dudes has figured out the internet and, and SEO or social media. A lot of these dudes figured out how to share the message with the world and how to monetize it. And not only monetization and selling is not a bad tool, they, they're revealing the value that they're giving to the marketplace. And by doing so, they're helping others succeed. So yeah, they should get a, they should get a share of that. And and, and to these dudes that are courageous, that took the first step, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna be the leaders of the new world. Yeah. Well, that's where we're going. Everything's just going online and it only makes sense. You know, tell, somebody told me a long time ago, if it makes sense, it makes dollars. Man, that's it. That's it. Gary, that's we'll it. stop talking before they stop listening. Thank you for your time. And uh, you guys, definitely check out GaryBracket.com. Check out everything he's doing. And uh, the man is doing a lot of big things. Gary, thank you for your time, buddy. Hey, bro, appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. All right, man, that was great, man. I'm going to hit you up uh, next week. About, uh, I'm going to figure out. I know I'm going to Miami one day. Um, I'm, it's funny you say marketing agency. Um, I was 